Hello, welcome to the 40k Spy Centre. I'm one of your three co-hosts, Rob. I'm joined by John, Tom and Logan for the 40k Spy Centre. Hey, John, how you doing? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm pretty knackered from work, but otherwise, I'm here to talk about Warhammer. Yeah, John is the John is the uh, uh, the cinnamon of our spice rack, uh, going over to what can only be described as uh, a like a mild chili flake. Is Tom? Tom, how are you? Uh, I'm tired, both of my genuine week and of the shitty game. So uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, wow. I'm about gone. So you know, we're fine. Okay, uh, everyone, everyone really excited about the new look, uh, slick Tom. Uh, no headset for you. Uh, you're free no balling it. Me, How no. do you feel about that's that? That's the thing I've changed, Rob. I'm not wearing a headset. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Going over it was to never our... his hair. It was just a headset. It was just a headset all, all along with cat ears on the top. <laughs> going, to, going to our full chili bonanza peppercorn reaper spice, Logan, how are you? I'm all right. I'm trying to make up for the Vanguard veterans I didn't paint this week. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> How close did you get is the question. I was about to ask. I got within three feet of my paintbrushes. That's how close <laughs> nice. I got. Like, what did you commit to? Five? Was it five Vanguard vets in a week? Yeah. I just didn't paint. <laughs> Good. Okay, that's a good start. It's a good start. At least I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah that's fair. That's the name of the show. So that works. Uh, all right, good. Um, all right, well, thanks everyone for being here today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Tom is going to uh, an event, as is John, uh, and maybe Logan's oh, going yeah. to an event soon. Uh, there is some. No, there, he'll there, go to an event as soon as his army's painted. <laughs> that's never going to happen. So. If you're watching this back on YouTube, Look, this is it'll different. only take at least like 30 more episodes at this rate. I'll be there. <laughs> But we believe I think I'm actually you. signed up for an event this weekend. I Which think. one are you meant to be going to this weekend? I, I think I'm signed up for Imperium's Decay. Is that this week? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let me have it's a look. Like a seven event. Not, Let me have a look in the old diary. It's just, it's just you constantly. <laughs> Element being... Games. There's something happened at Element Games in Stockport this weekend. I bought a ticket for it. God knows when. I'm not going, obviously. Okay. Uh, what is it? What's happening at Element this weekend? Who knows? I No, no idea. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, right. A lot of well, shooting probably with that terrain set. You what? Oh, oh. A lot of shooting probably with that terrain Ooh, set. Yes. Uh, so I should put my Vanguard down and paint dreadnoughts. Okay. Yes, that's exactly what you should do. You should try your hardest with those dreadnoughts. Is what I'm going to say. Uh, okay. Um, well, thanks everyone for being here today. Today we are going to talk about yeah those things. Uh, the Black Templars book is out, but we haven't yet. Uh, had a, a copy of it, so we're not well. <laughs> apart from Logan, who hasn't. Uh, apart from been. Logan, who does have a copy, but hasn't read enough of it to maybe maybe he's got enough of it to give us his first hot takes uh, on it. If you would it's like, it's fucking bang average. Bang average. Okay, there we go. Perfect. It's Perfect. a bang average Perfect. shooting marine book. All right, so all right, we'll come back to that. That sound. We'll swing back uh, to that. So some news: the Black Templars news? book is out. News. Uh, and I think probably, uh, as it came out moments ago, Tom doesn't want to send too long on it. Uh, John, uh, I think, uh, talk to me about the MetaWatch article that's just come out. <laughs> um, article's a very strong term for a press release where they're basically fibbing a bit. Yep. It's, yep. Mar- it's a marketing article, right? 
is it not more than that? Like a week. So me and t- me and Tom, I think, have done an excellent long form show about yeah. uh, how po- poor the uh, poor the articles are in comparison to actual information. But at this point, I think like I'm not angry. Honestly, I'm just like, is that not just a bit fucking rude as an article? Like it's a bit rude. Like it's like like it's like taking yeah. a shit on your lawn and being like, actually, you know how like. This Fox News gets round all of the legal cases by saying it's not actually real news. It's not journalism. Uh, yeah. that, that no one in their right mind could ever take it seriously. Therefore, it's outside of the remit of actual real journalism. Yes. I yes. believe that probably applies to Games Workshop Meta Watch articles. It's Subway bread of articles. Which is cake. Technically yeah. not bread. Yeah. Technically not bread. Yeah. So uh, it's factual information that's not factual information. What's the alternative facts. It is alternative facts. <laughs> that brilliant, that brilliant 2015 phrase that we have to live with for the rest of humanity is the phrase oh. alternative facts. Um, <laughs> uh, Shelf Loathing says, I was confused by them saying their consolation bracket was special. All people who had four losses were put into it, but wouldn't Swiss pair mean that people who were zero four would be paired anyway? Uh, yes. Uh, I think yeah, but they fine. got a bracket to play out, though, so that's, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should have alternative FAQs. <laughs> yes. We do. It's the WTC one. It's we banging definitely, and Logan definitely hates need... it. Uh, only because the Tome of Malkador thing was fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mainly saying that because Neil's in the chat, so he can uh, sort it out. The rest of it's fine. I really like it, actually. Um... Just that one Tome of Malkador ruling is uh, yeah, ruining it's, the whole it experience. Yeah, me. Massively. <laughs> Understand. So, not not that they have to worry about my opinion for WTC uh, FAQs, obviously, because it's I'm a COVID target, stuff. I'm not the target demographic, <laughs> i.e., people that go to tournaments. <laughs> but you're trying really hard. Like if we if we I'm make the trying spice, so hard. If we make the Spice Center show longer on a Thursday, it'll increase your painting time. That's what we'll do. We'll just be here longer. And you'll paint for longer. That's that's the trick. <laughs> Um, I, I love that. I love that Neil said, "Meh, go and complain to Adriani, and he will ignore you." I mean, he will. Adriani has had me complaining at him for the last twelve months. He doesn't ignore me. He's a lovely gentleman. God bless you, Tom. Appreciate all the work you do. Thank you thanks, very much. Tom, thanks, Tom, for being great. Yeah, excellent. Uh, okay, well, um, yeah, I don't think there's much to say about the Metal Watch article. I mean, there's it's... a fun, there's a fun deep dive. For some, a content creator who wants to just like do some big old satire, there's a fun deep dive in there. Uh, Tom seems to be uh, like, Tom, you just didn't want to talk like, about it at all, right? I just don't care. Like, we could reiterate all the stuff we said last time, or we could just talk about other shit. Um, and okay. I just, I just can't be asked, mate. Like, I'm not even disappointed. I'm just like, oh, it exists. There it is. <laughs> it's like that shit on your lawn, isn't it, mate? Like, as you say, I'm just like, well, it'll go away eventually. Okay, fine. But it won't, though. Whatever. Like, wasn't the story? Wasn't the story? Because you just told me a story, John. Do you want to repeat the story for the for the audience? So, uh, in my local groups chat, one of the guys posted up the the bar graph of the the win rates, and he was like, "Oh, look at this! This gives me some hope." Imperial lights are broken with my world eaters, and I was like, "That's a, that's data from two events using very specific terrain." Was my response, and then I linked him to Forty K Stats version of the information, and went, "Here you go," and he went. Wow, that's otherwise known as different. the information. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and, and it was kind of a, it was almost that thing of like, 
it's presented in a way to here this is information but in reality it is information but it's such a very thin piece of it that it isn't really useful i think is the important yeah. thing and i think your average joe in their group's chat are going to be like look at this knights and everyone's going to be too busy going oh, knights at the, the at the top of the list that's just how it's presented right well yeah i mean they they, they tried to say that jack harpster getting a top eight with blood angels meant that you could also play with um, different factions uh, in the same way that they said that about knights. But obviously, as you said, the real facts show you win win percentages of like thirty five percent, which is yeah. yeah, that's not healthy. <laughs> the uh, the uh, thanks Camelot for bringing it up. Uh, my favorite internet meme at the minute is uh, red flagging uh, a quote. Uh, mm. from someone on the internet and uh, it feels like <laughs> it feels like the the whole article is a big red flag the term Metal Watch at this point is a big red flag anyway yeah I don't think there's tons to say on it um, I would say it's pretty embarrassing I think every time like like Tom's I think Tom's feeling of like Ennui is like uh, pretty fair because every time it happens like I'm more like I'm more embarrassed like I'm embarrassed. Like it's embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Like, it's cool to I like because I'm in the same place. I don't give a shit. Like I'm look here. I am joyfully building squig hogs. Very excited about playing 40k. Right. Very excited about playing 40k. Do I think that they're great? No. At this point, I like. I think they're okay. Um, I'm not too bothered. But I'm very excited about playing with them. I've got a game line, lined up with uh, Nick uh, next week. I'm fucking rad. Like, but it's. The um Yeah, I mean you're not you're not prepping for a big tournament and like concerning about your chances of winning. No, so, don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Like like because uh, it's not it's not part of my world like that no. I'm trying to achieve. Like even John, you're going to two events, right? So we can talk about this yeah. also shout out to Innes Wilson in the chat and the war mistress. Uh that's Where's the word. Innes? And also to the war mistress, there's one word for meta watch, cringe. That's a really good point. Like, it is it's, pretty cringe. It's yeah. cringe. Like it's yeah. Like it's almost like I don't want to be like too overt here, but it's kind of creepy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like if like if that guy was in a room and he'd be like, "But it is this," and you'd be like, "No, it's not." Like the numbers say there, like stop it. They'd be like, "No, but it is. It really is. You must believe me. I'm so I'm so good at stuff and I know things." And you're like, "But dude, no. It's really creepy and weird." And like I don't like you, and you make the room. It's a weird energy. Like it puts yeah. a weird. Like I don't think any of us are angry anymore, right? No one's angry. Everyone's just creeped. Just disappointed. Creeped yeah, I'm, disappointed. Disappointed. I'm creeped out. I'm creeped out. I think it's creepy. Like anyway, I think it's creepy because who's like who's written that, and who's like where? Who's like looking at that and watching people read it and being like, yes, yes, read it, read my lies. Like it's. Like it's overtly sexually weird, is what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> to me, it's like they've paid someone to write these articles, and they could have spent that money on anything else, anything. Literally, <laughs> I don't really care what. Just something. Hiring someone else to sweep the car park, it would have been a better use of the money. Just something. Anything. 
Anyway, all right. Uh, the chat seemed to not be quote from the article. Tanner Herbert wanted to put one in there. Uh, I don't think. Uh, all right, I got to see what they said this time. Go have a look. I have 100% eating rate over my breakfast for this morning. This is my words. Uh, gaslighting or even catfishing? You're bang on. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's gaslighting definitely. But catfishing is more what I think it is, which is why I think it's creepy. That's what the overt sexual energy in there is. They're like, don't worry, you can come to our events and like you'll have a good time. You're like, oh. Oh, they're like pickup artists. That's what they oh. are. <laughs> Decking all the Drakari players. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. They are. They're just like oh. negging people and it's fucking creepy weird. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so that's the Meta Watch article. Go oh. watch it. Um, uh, and feel free to use this quote. As according to the Honest Wargamer, the Meta Watch article, an overtly creepy catfish with some deep sexual in, uh, connotations. That's what I would put it Written as. by a man that owns too many copies of the game. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know who even writes it. Who writes it? What, the game? No, who writes the Meta Watch article? <laughs> Uh, Is it I, like the I, Codex writers where they don't actually attribute a writer to it? I no, think there no. would be there'd be death threats for Let it, right? I just I, from pull Falcon. that shit up, Jamie. <laughs> I think <laughs> Jamie, pull it up. Come on, Logan, you're Jamie now on the show. Pull it up. Also, anyone listening, please don't listen to Joe Rogan. Like, just don't. It's bad for your health. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this uh. article reads like um, uh, someone tried to struggle out the rest of the game into his new terrain layout. Yes, correct. No one. Uh, no James one wrote Wilson. it. Okay, Rob, reading that Warhammer community article is the sexiest voice he can. No one go. wrote it. No one wrote it. No is it it's it's nameless... Oh, no, it says... Uh, wait, so we've got quotes from Mike. Mike Brand. Did he write that, though? That's very on brand of him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Does this mean the whole thing's written by Mike? Eight rounds of... Yeah, it must just be Mike. Mike Brandt. Yeah, Mike Brown wrote it. It's embarrassing for him. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, we well, he's doing, his, he's, do, he's doing his job, isn't he? Well, his actual <laughs> other job is uh, in charge of the apps, right? So maybe he could <laughs> Wait, more time on I, that, right? Can mm-hmm. I tell you my favourite PR story in the history of time? I don't know if anyone else has a PR story. Then we'll get back to 40k. Thanks, uh, Blaine Zeb, for subscribing. Big love to you. My favourite PR story is the war... Um, the invasion, uh, uh, the hostile invasion of uh, Iraq, if you guys remember, um, uh, during whatever when we committed all those war crimes, um, and uh, the uh, there was a there was like a minister of um, uh, propaganda for the for the for Iraq for Iraq, and he was like, oh, const- and he was constantly on TV every day, like. There was no way. There was no way you will invade Iraq. There was no way you will get into Baghdad. There was no way you get into Baghdad. And my favourite one is like because I don't know if you guys know. Uh, wait, Comical Ali is that his name? Yeah, Comical Ali. That was the one. That was it. But like day <laughs> yeah. three, they managed to go from like invasion into Baghdad by day three. At day three, he's in he's in his full outfit and he's like he's like there is no way Americans will invade Baghdad. But behind him is like an American tank, a GI just like chilling. Yeah. <laughs> And he's the whole time he's like giving it. And not I'm not saying Mike Brandt with this article is comical Ali, but also like Tucker Carlson, I'm not not saying it in a way. Behind him are parked eighteen buggies, or <laughs> buggies, ready to go first. <laughs> just parked up. With like armfuls of dice like this. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, is his name Baghdad Bob? Amazing. Thanks, everyone, for catching us up. So, anyway, um, Games Workshop articles written by Baghdad Bob. Uh, right. Uh, we've got our hands on the Templars Codex, um, is our next bit of news. Uh, specifically, Logan has. Logan, you said you think it's bang average. Can we can we talk about that and as to why? Um, they should be a melee-focused codex. They don't have amazing amounts of melee uh, anymore. Devout Push is basically a fire and fade mechanic now. Oh, you can't. Like you, uh, well, it was before. Um, oh, shit. If that unit is not within engagement range of an enemy unit, make a normal move of up to three inches with that unit. It must end this move either closer to the closest enemy unit or closer to the closest objective marker. So you just pop your uh, it's for core or character so you pop your dreadnought behind a wall that's closest to an objective marker pop it out shoot move back again lovely great stuff uh, if that unit is within engagement range of any enemy units make a piling move with that unit uh, it's done at the start of the fight phase that is pretty much useless uh, for anything other than shooting out from behind walls um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what other cool shit they have I hope, I hope Grimaldus slaps ass about it. Like he, Grimaldus slaps big tyrannid cheeks. Mm. Where are we? Let's pull him up. Um, uh, so... Two, three, four, four, five, four, nine, three. Crozius is just a bog standard one. Two, minus two, damage two. What funky rules has he got? Um, we'll find he can, out. He can attempt to deny one psychic power as if he was a psyker. When this model is destroyed, you can choose to roll 1d6 at the end of the phase you, instead of using any rules. If you do, then on a 4+, plus, set this unit's chaplain, Grimaldus model, back up on the battlefield with three yes. wounds remaining. Yes, um, life. He is a master of sanctity. He doesn't obviously get wise orator, therefore I don't like him. Um, <laughs> do they still have the re-roll to... The re-roll to um, try and attempt a litany relic. In the, the, the oh, in the main book. In this book. Crusader's Home. What was it called? Yeah, Ancient Breviary. Each time a roll is made to determine if a litany is recited by the bearer is inspiring, roll one additional d6 and discard it. So you can basically try and do your litanies on 2d6, which is better than a 1d6 2 plus attempt. Um, so yeah, you can get by without being wise orator. Uh, I feel like this book is worse than the, the index, oh. although it has obviously stuff in it. Um, the index is really cool. I don't think you'll see people running it. Uh, Ines definitely knows more than I do about it. Um, he's in the chat. I'm sure he can give us an overview. Um, a lot of the content creators that I have watched and listened to talking about the codex, um, there's, there's definitely some tricks in it, like if you really want to play back Templars, but they're certainly not like one of the best assault orientated chapters anymore. Yeah. You want to go space wars if you go in that direction, right? Or oh, blood angels are, are really good dependent on terrain as well. Uh, to be honest with you, white scars and Raven guard have still got that fun stuff in. Yeah. yeah. Especially in WTC format of the FAQ change, but we we're talking mm. about a couple of weeks ago. What's the mm. FAQ change, Tom? So that you can redeploy outside of your deployment zone with things like Invicta warsuits. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. yeah very useful. That's a WTC only <laughs> thing though, guys. Don't do that in your own games. Yeah. I, I think that there's, you know, there's there's probably more to be said for those combination builds that have really good shooting and redeploy. 
uh, and some combat elements. Mm. So you're you're probably still looking at like Raven Guard Ultramarine successes as a combination. Yeah. Iron Hand successes with Born Heroes and Warwind of Rage are still really good. Um, and obviously they shit damage out in the shooting. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not really a huge amount of reason to take Black Templars, unfortunately. Like, I, I, I don't see anything like obviously broken to be leveraged in there. Even like big blocks of cheap bodies, the neophytes, you know, having access to neophytes that can transhuman should be cool, but having big blocks of cheap bodies isn't great when they're not that cheap compared to the price of Drakari and uh, Admech specifically because they're massively survivable based on their points. So. Mm, yeah, 100%. Interesting. Uh, interesting. John, have you uh, had a chance to look at anything yet or not yet? Not really, but from all the bits I've kind of seen on face value, it just doesn't feel like they've got a gimmick that can kind of give them like their actual kind of reason to be taken, as far as I can see. There isn't like suddenly this unit's much more playable by taking them as Black Templars type of thing. Like you have with, say, Ravenwing suddenly giving bikes in buns. There's none of that kind of look. I think there was one bit where there was an article saying about Dreadnoughts being given better saves or something so you can take uh, one of the vows gives the whole army a five plus invulnerable which is cool yeah, which is um, cool but but with the amount of shooting output these days like a five plus invulnerable and a dreadnought is not it's not gonna say it's it. decent enough like there's enough ways to get five up invulnerables on dreadnoughts already. yeah like uh, if you if you're death watch you just do the same thing with a relic for free yeah. and they're still getting picked up um, yeah, you just use, um what's the five plus psychic power psychic fortress gives you a five up um, yeah exactly well, it contemptors still get picked up if you can, you know, get a line of sight on them. So, you know, obviously it, it helps with the minus mm. one damage and an invulnerable you can spike. You know, the same way that, um, same way having the, the the five up on the the Drakari Raider just helps you if it spikes. It, it makes you want yeah. to invest a bit more in there just to make sure it dies. Um, but realistically, they, as John said, like they, their gimmick used to be we have devout push and advance and charge, and that's all they needed. It was just advance and charge, devout push, really good chaplain relic that they still have. Um, mm. Devout push doesn't do anything for combat anymore, uh, and that's a that's a big issue for them. So yeah, I don't really know what they yeah. do. So, so Colonel Cabbage makes a great question in the chat. I personally have marine, um, like it's white noise to me now. Every marine mm, re yeah. release, like it's white noise. So like, I just don't care. Like and also right. Black Templars, I don't like have any care. There was so much, there was so much fucking talking on Twitter. Like someone was like, "Oh, it's like this cross and that," and then other people like shut up. And I was like, "Oh, I don't care. I'm just out. Just gonna build my squid cold boys. Very excited. Yeah, just gonna fucking jog on." Um, is there anything about them that makes them interesting? Like not like great in the game, but just like where's the 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 hot spice? Where's the the juicy, like... Being able to pick the vows at the start of the game is kind of fun, but it's like a worse version of the old um, sisters Tide. thing that you could do. Uh, yeah, Tide. I mean, they're I mean, not... It's one of like those mechanics, right? Yeah, yeah they're, not, they're not actually amazing. Um, you're probably just going to pick the best two, and that's it. Like the, 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 it, it should be it should be giving you the versatility that you used to have when you could pick your relics and psychic powers and warlord traits before the game. Yeah, um, it doesn't really give you that versatility because the disparity in the like the the anti cycle one is in a game where you can't guarantee you're going first. It's not like it's not amazing. 
I tell you what would give you the versatility though. What? Sideboards. Ooh. Tom, what's your suggestion? We seem to have a spicy sideboard conversation. Go for it. I want to hear it. Have a, an extra 1,000 point uh, attachment that you can uh, swap in for any other 1,000 po- that you can uh, interchange with another 1,000 points. So you'll have 1,000 points at your core. And you have two additional 1,000 points sections of your armies. But you could either you could choose to use either one of those each time you get into a matchup. Question mm. on that way, question, question following up on that. Um, would you have it so that both 1,000 point sideboards couldn't contain anything the same? So a core? Maybe, well, I'd more say like there's 1,000 points that you have to take in every single match. Mm-hmm. And then there's two individual sections of 1,000 points where you could choose to take either every time you knew what the matchup was. Right, okay. Interesting. Um, that way, at least you could you build specific detachments for specific matchups. And therefore, when you hit that thing, you can generate a more <coughs> even game, theoretically, because you're not just taking, oh, well, I'm going to take this anti-meta list and I just hit something that's... Uh, Although I do have to say that would probably just make Drakari even better and I'd make even better as well. Damn it. He's, he's found my secret, my secret source. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just want to be able to take Void Raven that, Bombers. Without that, the was the, that was the thing, that was the thing with, um, with like Eldar back in the day, right? That's just the yeah. fucking codex is fucked. So, yeah, like sideboards just means that you can pivot from this fuck to this fuck. Yeah, your fuck. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's just whether or not you can build extreme lists, though, right? So, let's say you've got one book that has one specific build. Mm. Um, it doesn't matter what you sideboard in or out, you're still going to run that kind of thing, right? Whereas if I'm playing Blakari and I hit Admech, well, I'm like, well, I'll take my 1000 point attachment with two Void Raven Bombers and then I'll coin flip the game with you. Um, if I'm hitting other Drakari, I will not take the Void Raven Bombers and I will take more Raiders. Uh, for example, but yeah. I, I like the idea of, of of in building that kind of. I don't I, know. I, I think that kind of versatility in giving people mm. uh, decisions to make at the start of the game um, yeah. is is generally fun. It's more of a. Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's why I really liked um back in like twenty fourteen when I was playing a lot of Hearthstone. I really like the best of five format or best of seven format mm. that I had in in tournaments there, where specifically you have to beat every single one of your opponent's decks. So you take a bunch of different like different factions, and then you say, "Well, this is what I'm going to use to beat this faction, and this is what I'm going to use to beat this faction." And it wasn't just, a, "Oh, I've hit a bad matchup." I don't know. I've hit. Um, I'm a control like I don't know. I'm yeah. a mid ranged like paladin deck playing a hunter. In like, my hunter. mind, and I might be remembering this wrong because I was never involved in it, but I think you were able to take like multiple different lists to warmer hordes tournaments. I think, yeah, so. I think you were. Think you could, right. you could pick anyone you wanted, yeah. but you had to use them all at least once. Yeah. And I think there yeah. was like, you could take like three different lists. And that was quite an interesting thing. So, because. Um, oh, go on. Sorry. After you. No, no. I, was, I didn't really have much to add to that. Well, so they, they just did, they did that at an event um, over in America recently, but it was uh, an Age Sigmar event. Um, uh, and they did do. Uh, they did do uh, that. That the the thousand points. Although I think it was actually fifteen hundred points core, and it was two five hundred point swings. Mm. And neither of those two five hundred points could contain the same. What if you just had um, uh, a fifteen hundred point list, and then you switched out, and then a thousand was core, and the two five hundreds you changed around. That would be yeah. Really again, my, look, my, it would be fun, but my, you know, if 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 we're trying to find balance, like it's not really going to do that because again, just the Admech and Jakari codexes are so fucked that they they're just going to laugh at you um, with their plugins yeah. and sideboards. Um, but yeah, in terms of like a fun. That's because I have a deep book, though, right? Same with craft. Yes, walls, exactly. Back in the day, yeah. 
Even orcs, I think, would be okay into that. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. The orcs anything would definitely that's cheap, right? As well, anything that's got the ability. It's, to it's any book that has units. a lot of depth, right? Yeah. So harlequins, for example, might struggle just because they don't have very many units. Or custodies as well, if you're <laughs> custodies not... too. Well, custodies have access to forge world now, which is kind of helpful. You can include yeah. a sideboard with a palladius or what have you. Um, yeah. What else? Is kind of. Oh, I thought it'd be quite things. difficult to do with marines because there's so much bad yeah. stuff, and you have to really specialize. Um, mm. Yeah. You know, obviously, like if you're putting together a marine list, you'd need to then like <sighs> when when you're doing like Admic and Drukari, the thing that makes them really good in that format is I can just be like, right, I'm just going to plug in a different sub faction detachment or yeah. mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So plug in a different sub faction detachment for marines only works for literally a handful of builds. So like mm -hmm. if I play the marine codex and i'm going to turn up with my iron hands dreadnought and drop pot list if i want to pivot away from that i'm just going to make my list bad rather mm -hmm. than oh actually you know what i'm going to keep the dreadnoughts but i'm going to take some of it out and i'm going to put some vanguard more vanguard in and actually now there's space wolves and that's mm -hmm. you know and, and we'd still we can do that you can do that with jacari and admec and you know sisters as well of course they're they're pretty good at, uh, at mixed sub factions but yeah with marines it's kind of not really, a, hmm. not really a starter. John, where yeah. are you at with this? What do you think? Have you ever played cyborgs before? What are you thinking? Uh, when I used to play Magic: The Gathering, Ooh. I went to a couple of events where they had cyborgs, yeah. and all it meant was the players that had a better understanding of the game and had the stronger stuff. So basically, the so basically the better players, the better players were already <laughs> going to do really well, did even better because they had stuff to absolutely stomp. So imagine like you've got a really top tier player yeah. and they're bringing Admech. All you're doing is giving them extra flexibility there, in my mind. Mm. Whilst... Well, so what you've done there, Scrivo, is you've equated player skill with play with what they have, right? So you, Perhaps, you said yeah. things there. You've said that it benefited the better players and it benefited the players with, with better with more cards, right? Yeah. Well, in 40k, you build your army in advance, so you always have can have access to those pieces if you're yeah. going to spend, which you will be doing yeah. anyway. In which case, it only leaves the skill cap element, right? Yeah. And anything that's going to play skill is only a positive, in my view. Uh, yeah, it and just, again, it just let, ends up being a distraction, perhaps for the 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 kind of the the fat middle to the the lower bottom, though, where people are just almost confusing but themselves. Why, trying why to is do that it. A bad thing? Yeah, you're like, basically you're basically you're basically just, saving those good players from I suppose, potential yeah. potential speed bump matchups. That's that's all you're doing. Yeah. Like, uh, it's the same in like anything. Like in fighting games, it's the same shit. Where I, I main yeah. this character. This character yeah. archetype happens to lose to this other one character. Yeah. And if I come across that character in bracket, then I'm kind of fucked. So I'd need to learn yeah. another character to back that up. And you see that yeah. happen Which where... Is a skill. Like, yeah, it is a skill, yeah. of course, but... Yeah. So the, it kind of the... does a similar job to... What it, what it might do, what it might do that would be a positive is allow the the most skilled players to play more interesting factions because it gives them the buffer of not running into dog shit matchups yeah. rather than fuck it. I have to play Admech, Drakari or sisters to have a chance. And that's really fucking boring. We don't want to go back to sixth edition where 50% of the fields turning up with silver boys and rhinos and cyborg ammo dreadnoughts. Mm. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you made a point that it's just a speed bump and a fun distraction for lower tables, but I think it's more than that. I think that, if you allow people to have ways out of hitting horrific matchups that are just super boring when it's more than a distraction. Yeah. 
let's say I've lost a game and I've been run into like an AdMac player that's just running a feels bad list mm. and I have no way of dealing with yeah. it, right? It yeah. doesn't matter. Or Drakari army that hasn't, oh, yeah. like, I physically have no way of dealing with it unless I have tools specifically to fight Drakari. Mm. Well, now I have a way out to make the game at least entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think giving that option to the skilled players makes it potentially. Uh, we're, we're still at a position where no one's really professional. The, the only yep. professional players are professional because they're content creators, not because they're winning Correct. tournaments. Yep. They're not they're not yep. clearing up prize money and sponsored yep. by teams like they are in esports. But they, so but they are. we're still fans, right? Yeah. Sorry. Obey yeah. Alliance isn't like a fanatic or a nip or a TSM though. Like I, I I guarantee you that the money that they're getting from Obey Alliance is not enough to keep the lights. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So. We're still basically all enthusiasts and hobbyists and fans, right? So if you can allow, you know, people to go to majors with factions that are a little bit more interesting than the same obvious three, I think that's pretty cool um, mm. because of that flexibility that a sideboard might bring you. Yeah, I think also, like, the conversation continuously revolves around, like, a bit like going back to the MetWatch article, but also just generally the conversation always around 40K is always um balance or you know this one or that one whatever and i think the thing is the problem solved like you hear literally every podcast when there's a super major or something similar they'll be like yeah but they had a really easy run games one to three and then tom will point out uh quite rightly that like when you have so many people in the field it dilutes the field and you end up mm -hmm. with a bunch of easy games one to three so really they're not playing that they're only playing two difficult games not five yeah and truthfully, like, this system's been solved. Just do teams. Teams, like, kind of, like, mitigates um, super meta stuff because if it's four-man teams, yeah, maybe you'll just see Drukari Sisters add mech and then a fourth, yeah? Um, yeah, anything anything over five or six gets you that. Gets you that variety. That room. So, yeah, it gets yeah. you that variety and room. Um, uh, teams generally, because you pair, cause you, cause you've got to have... Like, everyone from a local area, yeah, you might have one super team that's great or whatever, but generally you've got to have people competing against each other. So I wouldn't say it brings the skill cap down, but I guess it doesn't make those bunny runs quite as easy. I was having a thought about teams, yeah, and the thing that I, I really like the most about teams that is a big issue for me in 40k in general mm. is the fact that it's like first to one. Um, and first to one in a dice game, although obviously the dice are generally the lowest um, influence yeah. on the result. Having first one in a dice game kind of sucks in terms of determining who's better. Because um, mm -hmm. you can get fucked on dice variants. So the, yep. the, the actually thing that I do like about teams is the more games you have that determine the result, the less that variance comes through. Yep. And I think that's, yep. that's actually one of the coolest things about it. Because when I look at the, the ETC and now the WTC, when I see a team win that, I know they were the best team. Yeah. I, I know I know it wasn't because they hit good matchups. I know it wasn't because they avoided factions that they have bad match. I know it wasn't because of that. I know that they were the best team because you have to win across that and and you don't have that kind of, of, of luck that you would get in a in a singles. Where any one of maybe six to ten people could theoretically win a, a major at any time. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why. That's why when the conversation comes up, I'm pretty like I'm pretty au fait now with that conversation because I'm just like, cool. The problem's been solved in my head. You just play teams. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, hot goss there, uh, Tom. 
you were at an event of the weekend so much so I, that I was. You, this is i think maybe uh obviously when you did quite well at blood and glory games workshop left your name out of their article um, um but, did, you, yeah. but you did make it to one article so two I'm more articles and we can apply for you to get that blue tick on your twitter profile uh you've got to get three citations great, baby. and i can be obnoxious three citations yeah, needed I... uh so yeah uh, the rule of three tom where were you at at the weekend what were you up to so I was I was at Glasshammer Gaming uh, for their GT or Open or whatever it was. Um, I think it was originally meant to be a major, but I can't remember what it was. It's basically I bought a ticket for an event in April 2020, and uh, I bumped it over. So I uh, played this one uh, in October 2021 instead. Okay. Um, so I was using this as practice for uh, Battle of Britain, which is next week, because uh, I wanted to learn rules for my army. And my word, it's a it's a good job I did because uh, the number of rules I was screwing myself over on were were extraordinary. And to get to that point, uh, we can start game one where I was so I was playing Drakari. I had Whoa, four raiders and two boys. Yeah, I'm talking about it now. All oh, right, nice. I said I had four four raiders, uh, two void raven bombers, squad of trueborn, squad of blood brides, two squads of five incubi, two squads of five witches, uh, three squads of five hellions, drazhar, two succubus, and uh, an archon. Was Drazar your warlord? Drazar is not my warlord. No. Um, so I uh, I went for the double succubuses and saving the CP. Um, and game one, I was playing uh, against Drakari. Oh. So uh, Amira. You know. So I was ready for this. Skill. Okay. But Tom, you're yeah, the yeah, king exactly. of mirrors. And then I lost. Tom, you're the king of mirrors. <laughs> and then I lost. Oh no. I lost the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I was playing against Gaz Jones. Pull that clip up from last episode. (laughs) I know, I know. It was awful. Um, But I looked at his list and he he had six raiders, three ravagers, all with dark lances. And I was like, well, he's just going to run up the board and knock me out of the boats faster and then charge me and and kill me. Um, And then he went first and did that. Uh, But but one of the big errors I made is I reserved one of my flyers. Okay. Um, because I thought they came on the board like they did in 6th and 7th. What? So in 6th and 7th, you just fly on from the board edge. Yeah. Um, it turns out you deep strike them now. So I did not get to fly on and bomb anyone. Uh, instead, I just deep struck down and died. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that was that was bad. So I lost that one. That wasn't ideal. Hey, you learned something uh, that though, was, from that game. That one went in the notebook. I did. I learned a rule. I learned yeah. a rule. Uh, I will not be reserving any more planes unless I am reliant upon them for void lances over the course of Bob. So that was that was good. Um, the result was I was playing uh, a guy from AOS, actually. Um, I, I, let me just get his surname because uh, you, you guys might know him. But he's one of WS10 guys. Okay. Um, he's uh, called Luke Alford, I think. Oh, yeah. Alfred. He's a nice dude. I really enjoyed playing it, but he was playing a really nice guard tank army with two hellhounds, two punishers, basilisks, chimeras, all, all the jazz, right? Um, and I spent, two turn turn two? Shoot- I, I spent two turns shooting with dark lances, and then turn three, when I was plus one to hit, I charged all his chimeras, and his army died. <laughs> At so, by turn three. It was, it was vital intelligence, so he had to walk into the center, and I was just like, all right, then, yep. <laughs> Half of the board, sound. Uh, bless him. He was a lovely dude, but it was just um, it was just kind of tricky for him, wasn't it, really? It's 40k. We know how it goes. Uh, and then I got to play everyone's favorite boogeyman, okay? The, the Tau Menace came to me. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
You played Tau. Oh, because you submarined. I, you lost the first one, so you're just playing whatever. Mate, if I'm going to submarine, I do it properly. I instantly lose round one and then just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I played the Tau. I, I tried to fly over bombers, drones, that didn't work. Um, I did kill a couple of broadsides, though. I mean, I spent my entire game hiding uh, and jumping onto objectives because we were playing sweep and clear. Yep. So it's a five objective mission with one in the center and then one in each corner. And it was basically uh, one of the secondaries is um, called direct assault, where if you stand on the center objective at the end of your turn, you get three points. Uh, so I took that and I took um, a stranglehold. I mean, I fucked up my other secondary. Uh, so I just took random down in the end. And I spent the entire game just hiding and lobbing shit onto objectives. Uh, and then I charged him eventually in turn four when I realized it didn't matter. I could just run at him. And I caught uh, a riptide and a ghost keel in my fishnets. Oh, and it was glorious. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Big, big fish catch. Yeah. Sorry. You were wearing fishnets. I was wearing fishnets. That's all I got. Very hot. I mean, that would have pretty hot. That would have changed the shape of the whole game. uh, I think. Did you see the? uh, Oh my god! Did you see the Adeptus Sororitas army in America with the the legs and the fishnet? No, I'm not talking about it. It doesn't exist. It exists. Exists. It doesn't. Exists. No. Uh, just let you know what happened, Logan. Uh, someone They're took... the same type of people who do historically accurate guard armies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We yeah. won't talk about it then. Uh, right. Okay. No. Not allowed. So, so that wait, was that uh, game sorry, four? Chats. <laughs> uh? That was game three. So I got past the Tau Menace. Okay. Yeah. That's the most. Imp- that was the biggest speed bump. What I could is? Possibly wait. Face. Hold on. What are the Tau stats? Don't worry, Jimmy. I got this. Um. Okay. Let me go. Uh, is his name Jimmy? I'm on it. You carry on, Tom. I'll find out the t- tower stats. Okay. Well, I mean, I also uh, I went to bed. I watched the Smithsonian Channel do a documentary on Burma for about an hour. <laughs> Wait, where was this event? We haven't done any of the great questions. Where, what event? What Thirty-eight point one two percent. Wait, yes. wait, hold on. Okay. I was typing. Tau. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Third worst. No. Do you want to have a sorry? Yeah. Oh, it's only the third oh, no. worst. <laughs> no, yeah, it's the third worst because the guy, third, the guy yeah, that you played before that, Astra Militarum, yeah. are worse. Yeah. Well, no, okay. not according to this. Uh, the one yeah. I'm looking at it says forty percent win rate. The I'm looking at forty kstats.com faction breakdown report. Oh, I went on the community site and looked at the Warcom article. <laughs> <laughs> What a what foolish mistake for, I made! What a foolish mistake I made! <laughs> Tom, wait, where was the event? Uh, Glasshammer Gaming in Television. Okay, we need to ask all the questions. Number one, were the tables high enough? How was the table height? Table height was fine. Okay. Anyway. Uh, terrain and board. Terrain, fantastic. Really liked it. It was really functional. Okay. With woods. What about it would made it functional? Uh, I could hide all my shit. Excellent. Okay, right. <laughs> uh, follow up. Uh, how was food? How many raiders uh, could you hide? Yeah, how many raiders board? could you hide? All four of them. Oh, nice. And perfect. a plane sometimes. Could you have hidden six on that board? If I tried really hard, probably. Ooh. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah, spicy. Spicy <laughs> melange. Nah. Uh, okay, uh, how, were the, how was the food? Uh, food was fine. I think my chips melted through the bottom of the plastic of the um, fucking heat packed thing. There, they they just got takeaways in. It was great. I would describe that as fine, but sure. 
Uh, and then, uh, oh. how were the hand dryers? There were no hand dryers. Paper towels, the connoisseur's choice. The paper towels were fine. It was paper towels. The That's the, the best toilet. one. Paper towels. The rest of the Not... toilet's last fine. It's on industrial. No, the best. We know. We know the best one is individual hand towels made of fabric <laughs> that you then drop in a bin afterwards. We've never That's had that. That sounds the, like the best one. Is that there's an down south. There's That's an attendant who gives you an individual hand towel, but we're not getting it's that anytime soon. That guy. Yeah. All right, sorry, Tom. I just needed to get that out there because we can't do a no, you're fine. report. You need to know that information. That's, that's important information. Maybe. So that's Glass Hammer Gaming Venue. So it sounds like everything's great, apart from maybe the chips, is what I'm saying. No Armani, no pri- Primera. <laughs> you can't say it out loud. <laughs> trying to think of. I'm just, no, I'm trying to think of good ones. No, I wasn't. I was going to say the. I wanted to make them 40k related. Oh, nice. That's really good. Uh, no Gucci, I tried no... I to do like Armand in primary, but it didn't work. No. I'll, I'll come you may think on that while Tom talks about game four. Tom, game four. It's okay. So I got home. Okay, I got back to my flat in my hotel. I watched the Smithsonian Channel yeah. and the pairings went up. And my greatest fear was realised. Oh, no. Until round five. What? I was playing against another boogeyman. Okay. Round four. I was playing against even more Tao. <laughs> So I'd hit tower again. Why were there so many tower? Like, Why were there so many? There were two play. There were two tower players, and I hit them both. Um, <laughs> With your Drakari like, army. With your he, Drakari. Left, he left out the bit where he um. He left out the bit where he slipped. He left out the bit where he slipped the guys. Uh, an extra tenner to to sort the pairings out for him well, overnight. Uh, well, That's why I'm he was pretty... at home so comfortable. But if I'd just taken my army and run at him, he couldn't have killed me fast enough. But I wasn't certain enough to try it, so I just hid like a like a baby for the entire time, <laughs> and slowly make my like made my way up the board, bouncing between terrain piece, and then I charged him with color strife, and the game was over. Um, but he played it well. He was um, it was I was actually playing Jack Downing from Vanguard Tactics, and he played it well. Uh, he, the way he deployed meant that I couldn't fly over and bomb him with my Void Ravens without taking my Void Ravens off the board. Um, so I just did that I and mean, then I killed one drone and it wasn't worth um, but you know he, he so you basically well. played him at a 300 point handicap and still fucked him <laughs> yeah. I'll have you know the, the Void Raven Bombers are about 307, uh, 340 points so it's uh, slightly 340 yeah. point handicap <laughs> wow see I thought they were 130 <laughs> points yeah. like all good flyers what, are, uh, yeah. what, all good flyers were 130 <laughs> points John yeah. you rogue yeah um <laughs> I, I reckon that you could beat any tower list with Drakari with fifteen hundred points. I don't think I don't necessarily think that you're wrong. <laughs> this is this is the issue. Jesus, um, uh, is that a reflection of their points or that Tau need some love? I mean, I, I actually Both released a tweet don't. on this. Let me see if I can get the tweet because it's it, it's pretty much what you just said. Let me see if I can get it because it was quite it was quite important. I, I said uh, the Void Ravens decided that it'd be really funny if I lost to the Tau, but the absurdly low points costs of my units compared to his yes. wouldn't let it happen. Because I can just run so much shit at him, but he just can't kill it quickly enough. I'm gonna attack him in that way. And it's all fucking obsec, and it just sits on. Objectives, and yeah, and we've got shard nets and tailors, and just running around being annoying. So, it's... turn off overwatch, can't fall back. Yeah, it's fucking kill your hard. drones really quickly. Yeah, you know, fire and fade shit up. You know, because we've been having a conversation recently about like how much Warhammer tournaments should cost and also the professionalism of them. Yeah, and most of them are run just by whoever, and like they're a bit like ropey. There's gotta be an opportunity to sort your parents out. Like, how much, like, you know, when you like handshake with 20 quid to a doorman on the door, um, like, how much are we talking? to get your parents like sorted for yourself like 
20 quid, 20 quid a round? That sounds like a lot. Tenner? 15 quid. Come on, talk to me. John, what would you pay? What would you accept? That's the real question, John. I'd pay 20 I... quid a round at a major, happily. Yeah, okay, there we go. Logan's in. John, what about you? I, w- I wouldn't pay. Oh, God. God, lame. That's not the point of the game, right? It would be at this point. Of course it's like, to win at all costs. Yeah, I literally have seen uh, articles come out from FLG saying to avoid the matchup. So, fucking get, pay for... Tom? What's the what's the question? Are you uh, how much would it cost to do pairings? Yeah, how much would you how would you how much would you slip? What would you be willing to pay to rig your pairing? Yeah, I mean, don't BCP like make money anyway. What we're asking is yeah. is how much did you pay at the weekend to get double towel? That's what we're asking. Oh, uh, I Best paid with my folks. first game. You paid with your first in, um... game. <laughs> Yeah, in an era in which the only way to monetize this nonsense is to make content, mm. and the, generally, if you want to make competitive content, you need to get some semblance of results. I feel like the investment of you probably wouldn't need to do it for your first two rounds at a major, right? Because you're going to be playing shitters. Yeah. So, I reckon True. the investment of eighty to a hundred pounds at a at a major tournament so that you can guarantee yourself a top eight finish would be well worth it in terms of the returns you could get back from selling bullshit guides and uh, advice to mugs. I mean, that's a, that's a lot cheaper than it currently is, which is normally just fly to NA and play in any of their big tournaments. Yes. yes. For a guaranteed top eight finish. Yes. Uh, Very good. Very good. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah. All right. I'm in on that. John, you seem really offended by this. Uh, well, that's not why I play the game, but I'm not—I'm not the person that's going to be in the top eight unless I get given a stupid, big, busted book and use it like a baby with a bazooka. Or if you'd be more of a fucking legend to start paying people. Come on, come on, John. Exactly. Okay, fine. Where would I get this money from, Rob? Huh? <laughs> that's the question. That's true. Just paying kind. It's hypothetical money. Just paying yeah. kind. Uh, what are we I'll, overlooking I'll, I'll here? Pay them in exposure. James Wilson says in the chat. What we're overlooking here is that to play Tom, the second towel guy, actually won a game. <laughs> true. I mean, he did. He also dropped out immediately afterwards. So he'd actually won oh. two. Wait. And the previous towel guy had won one. So uh, actually, after the first towel guy, after he uh, played me, he dropped out. And the second guy, uh, after he played me, he also dropped out. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I have a shot. Tom, but... the hobby killer later. <laughs> so they both went to the shop True. and bought Marvel Crisis Protocol, right? They went, right, I'm going to play a proper game now. That I mean, true, but uh, also... Yes, like, they, Matt... they turned the PS5 on. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, you bodied two like, individuals you know at an event. Wales. Mate, oh, no. Nick, John, you know Nick from Team Wales? Yeah. Yeah, Malik beat his ass so bad he went home. <laughs> <laughs> he he does look like the person that could get salty though. I like more. I like this. I, <laughs> I want more of this at events. I love this. I want yeah. someone to like lose on the table and them to just be like, do you know what? This isn't worth my damn time. What was Malik running? Admic. Yep. Yeah, he said he was done after LGT, and then he turns up at Glasshammer with his Admic flyer built, and I'm yeah, just like, okay, it. Malik. 
Okay. <laughs> sure. You keep going for that. I don't. I can you. stop whenever I want. <laughs> Imagine you've got so an addiction. I swear. Imagine if you've got so much raw power though that you could take to events. It must be like so tantalising. You've got like the key to every lock in the kingdom, and someone's like, "Stay at home," and you're like, "No, just one more door." One more door. After for me. all, why shouldn't I? <laughs> After all, why shouldn't I? <laughs> exactly. And we need to we need to we need to do that with um with, with Bilbo holding the Admet codex rather than me. <laughs> <laughs> Just not that book that you're holding. No, definitely definitely not this fucking book. <laughs> oh, After all, why shouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. Uh all right, so you beat Double Tau and you made two people go home. Um which should have really been the top line, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, round five, though. Okay. Oh. And I was playing against Ben Jones. Okay. okay? Now Ben, so Ben Jones is is a guy I know to be a decent player. Yep. He's solid. Um, and he's the other Vanguard tactics stat guy. He's he's uh, deal with those guys. How many of them now? And how many of them are there? There were two there, so I played both of them. But how many are there? Like, um, how many did you beat? How many I've, have you beaten in your? I have life? no idea, but uh, I know he's uh, he's one of the like original dudes. I think he's been with them for a while, okay. at least since 2019. Um, and he was running my next worst fear. Okay, which is after that first round, I was permanently shaken to my core about playing another mirror match. Oh, because oh yeah, because you've I become was, accustomed to playing. Like, oh, Factions with thirty-eight percent win rate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, exactly. And my not sixty-four or whatever okay. the fuck it is. I was pearl clutching. I was like, oh, Mordukari. Oh no. Sixty-three. When I look at his list, and his list has uh, six Cronus uh, and five Talos in it. Okay. And we're playing a short board edge deployment. And I'm like, okay, well, if he goes first, he's gonna. And I've already seen this play. So we commentated at the LGT a game. Where six Talos and a bunch of Dark Eldar ships were playing against uh, Grey Knights, right? Okay. And they just ran at the Grey Knights, and we just boxed them in, and then they uh, they just uh, won because they kept them boxed them in for so long. So I'm like, right, I can't afford to get boxed in. If he goes first, he's going to take his Talos and his Cronus, he's going to advance them up the board, and uh, I'm going to have to try and break out. Um, if I go first, it means I at least get a chance to shoot at them before he does that, and maybe I can, you know, box them in. And cause him a problem, and then at least it's a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he went first, and I was like, oh, "Shit, this is uh, really bad." So he takes his eleven grotesque uh, testicle monsters, and he flies them up the board. And I'm like, "Oh shit, I really need to clear all eleven of these things very quickly, otherwise I'm just going to get choked down and lose." Um, if only you had the tools to. And do this it. was actually a game. Sorry. If only you had the tools. Did to I have do enough it. to do it? Yeah. If only you had the tools. Did I have the tools to do it? Well, turn one, I'm like, right, if I just charge him with everything, he's going to, uh, in turn two, he's just going to use a command interrupt and just wipe out something important, right? So I'm going to charge him one unit now, mm-hmm. use all my CP, and then next turn I'm going to charge everything else in, mm-hmm. okay? So I can That's try and whittle smart. as many down this turn as I can. Mm-hmm. So I take my uh, Hectrix Blood Brides, mm-hmm. I get them out, I charge them into the Talos. They are wounding on sixes, but every time they do with AP minus four... Mm-hmm. And I can get rerolls to wound, and I can double fight. Okay. Um, and I've got a four plus invulnerable saves. And the Cronus aren't great at killing hordes of, of witches anyway. So I do that, and I kill one Cronus, I want to say. Or one Talos, one of the two. I think it was Cronus. And I kill two Talos with planes and dark lances uh, and blasters. Okay. So I'm like, well, I've killed three models. 
if I kill three models every turn for the rest of the game, I will not get out of my deployment zone until turn four or five. Mm-hmm. So I've got a problem. Okay. So he turns around, kills on the witches. I mean, he pushes third forward into my deployment zone. So I'm like, right, I need to hit him really hard now uh, or I'm going to lose. Yep. So it's, it's risky, but I need to do it. So I hit him. I charge him with everything. And like all the incubi come out, all the witches come out, except one squad, all the characters come out. I'm just go for it. And I kill all the two Cronus. I think. Yeah, I kill. There are two Cronus left. In one so turn. Like, ah, maybe. Yeah, so he has. Uh, so he lost like seven big monster things. So I was just kind of like, okay, well, that's good, but I don't know if it's enough because he's going to come into me now. He's going to try and push me off my central objective, and then I'm going to have a problem. Uh, and also, he managed to fill one of these other ruins at the top side with a bunch of shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all the kind of chaff stuff. Uh, and I was trying to fill the bottom one and try and rotate the board a bit. Because uh, if I can keep the score close, then I can get a 15 on primary late game and then I can win the game, right? Yeah. And I'm not, we get to like turn three or four and I'm, I'm not killing stuff fast enough. Kill the Cronus off, but he keeps lobbing stuff out of this little ruin yep. just to get him secondary. I can't clear all of it to get uh, my herd to pray. Um, so. We, we, we get to like turn three or turn four, and I'm like, oh, I reckon you've got this, mate. I reckon you've got this. And he's like, oh, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then in turn four, I look at his ruin. And I'm like, mate, what exactly have you got in there? Because he had a succubus in there. He had a raider in there. He had some racks in there. He had some incubi in there. And he goes, oh, I've got one squad of racks. And I'm like, oh, has, have you got anything else in there? I'm like, no. I'm like, oh. So turn four. He's completely run out of shit from this ruin. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can push. So I go for it. I just push again. I clear all that out. I deny him a bunch of primary points. I then get the 15 at the end of the game, and I ended up taking the win at 80 points to 68. So you were surprised. I I was surprised, yeah. But but he just ran out of stuff more quickly because obviously the expense of the Talos and the Cronus was... You know, it, it it bit him in the end because he didn't have enough chaff to throw at me. He had two raiders, so I was able to like knock him out of his transports faster. I was just flying the planes around. I refused to take the planes off the board. I was just flying around with these planes, just shooting every single turn. And uh, yeah, he just ran out of stuff, so I just attrition him. So yeah, I was quite pleased with that one because I felt like if I'd made like a, I feel like that was one of the games where I actually felt like I was playing. It felt like if I made a tiny mistake here or somewhere else. Like in terms of my target selection, I would probably have lost that game. Um, you didn't feel that way against the town. As it turned out, no, <laughs> no, it didn't. It felt like I felt sorry for my opponents about them because it felt like there was nothing that they could do in that matchup. Mm. Like they did all they could, and it's just. Do you know why it felt like that? Because tower shit. Because there was actually nothing that they could do. I mean, true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. that, so you ended up winning four after a massive submarine, and you made two yeah, out they, of your five opponents victory, go home. So I was at the, yeah, so I was, uh, I was, they did pass to victory, so I was at the bottom of the four and one bracket, so I went fifth in the end. Okay. Um, Top eight, but, though. I look forward to uh, your content and your uh, training. I know, plans. I know. I should, uh, I should. How much are you charging for coaching? Account. Yeah, how much are you charging for uh, coaching? Nothing. Oh. I'm not coaching shit. I've got no time. Isn't it? Like, what would you, you know. if I, so let's say I was, let's say John. John was new and he was like, hey, Tom, I'd like to pay you for coaching. An inordinate mm. amount of money. Yeah. 
And you were like, okay, I'll do a proper job, which you would try and do. So we're stopping you right there because you'll, you'll fuck this up, yeah. right? I just say, with all of my money, I only want to pay you to give me five tips. Five tips. Oh, to be good well, that's a lot of tips, Rob. So I'll tell you what. To I'll come win back to you next my next 40K tips. tournament. Five tips. Three tips. I only I'll, want I'll three. You, I can't. I, even then, I need to think about it. Okay. Because you just like dump that directly in my head. Although I said I have had people like contact me and say, hey, I'd love to pay you for coaching. And I'm just like, I just can't do it. Because if I want to coach someone how to like on 40K, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to half-ass it. I, I knew, want it I knew. To, that's why, I, that's I don't why I've given like, you like, terrible parameters. You. I'd, I'd rather like mentor because most of the stuff with 40K, like I say this a lot, the most important thing in 40K isn't rules knowledge. And it never is. It's all about like um, your fundamentals and understanding how to, which questions to ask and how to, you know, and manipulate the state. Because I can look at a big shooter dreadnought. I don't need to know, but it's fucking strength six, minus two, four damage, bollocks or whatever. I just need to know it's a big shooter dreadnought, but it'll kill this, 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 and this really well and won't kill this so well, right? Oh, so you, you, like, you, I don't know you exist in a sort of like, like, sort of like transient state of knowledge where you're just like... It's, it's yeah. about concepts more so than specifics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just widening yeah. your perspective out like a little bit further away. Um, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. So and, then... and one, one of the things that I really like, I talk about a lot with, with my teammates and what have you is like, I don't push that they need to be constantly reading books and learning stuff because a lot of this stuff is going to be irrelevant in like six months anyway, right? Um, what I prefer to do is teach them how to learn how to control situations they're unfamiliar with, right? So if I'm going to the WTC and I play Russia, for example, Russia run weird lists. Uh, they do. And I'm not going to know the ins and outs of those lists at all. I'm not going to be able to practice those lists enough to get as much of a grasp on those lists as those guys have. So I need to be able to roll with the punches and take surprises well and judo them and shit, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas just knowing what it does doesn't help me. So would you say yeah, it's like, lava you, girl? You, okay. Sorry, go on. You, sorry, what was that? No, Logan. You you made no, a really good I, point I was, I was about. Just saying, it's, I, I think it's more important to learn how to deal with situations and unfamiliar situations than it is to try and familiarize yourself with situations, but not actually learn what to do if you do get surprised. Because if you do get surprised when you're supposed to be familiar with everything, you're going to have a, a tough time in your hands. And therefore, once you've got to, like, when lists are out for WTC, you can then go and learn those rules, right? And that's absolutely fine. But until then, I'd rather use the fact that you don't know everything right now to teach you certain things that you wouldn't otherwise learn. You, you made a really good point about um, asking the right questions. And I don't need to know exactly, like, your your entire army's data sheets and everything. Of if course. I know the right things to ask you in the right situation, like... Yeah. I want to charge you. Okay, like, do you do you have any interesting Overwatch rules? Do you yeah. have fights you have last options? Do you have, like, what are the risks that I'm exposing myself to here by making this charge? Okay, cool. Can you have you got any heroic yeah. interventions from around it? And, like, and understanding the mechanics, right? And like, yeah. do you have any of these mechanics and how do they work? No, cool. Yeah. Right, I'll just go ahead with doing this thing that I know is the right thing to do, rather than like. I know exactly what this unit does and this unit and this unit. It's it's loads of like needless information, right? Whereas, yeah, as you said, the the Russian guys will will know how their list works better than you do. Or I'll just ask you in these yeah, instances, 100%. like, what do you have access to? What's the shit my what does my army lose to? What what do I need to be wary about executing my game plan? Then I can ask you if you have that shit. Yep. How does it work? Who's got it? Cool, I'll fucking avoid that then. 
Yeah. I'll go yep. over here. I'll do this. Yeah. So yeah, asking the and right questions. And part of that familiarity comes from your own lists, right? Like you know what your yeah. list wants to do, and you know you know what questions to ask from that point, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think it's really important. <clears throat> this wasn't even close to three tips. I was so far away from three tips. Like That's why so I if I if I time. if I had um you know several hundred pounds, um and I you know was really worrying about you know considering my game plan. Um, you know, I wanted to know what the mission plan was, um, you know, where I wanted my units to be moving to, uh, would you be able to really develop me if I was to give you that money? Yeah, Tom. I mean, for, for that amount of money, I'd be able to do anything, but Tom, <laughs> at the same time. Tom, is it, is it more of a spiritual thing? Is this what we're saying? 40k at like the level that you're in, in your head, is it more of like a, like, is it more yoga? Is it 40k yoga? It's, it, it's more yoga than Maesters of the Citadel, let's put it that way. <laughs> I think I think is the best way to do it. All right, right? that's fine. I want to come back it's to this. It's definitely not just an excuse for me to be lazy and not learn shit and instead play The Witcher. It so, sounds yeah. a bit like that. John, give me your three tips. So for me, the biggest one is, like Tom just said, so when I'm explaining my army to people, I like them to do the same to me, where they go, here's my, like, the, here's these kind of the janky things that I can do situationally. Like, if I've got a Ravenwing unit, I can make it minus one to hit, or a vehicle can be four up in one. Telling them that from the get-go is overwhelming to them. They'll forget some of that, but being able to then kind of remember that they said something kind of broad strokes about something, I'm like, cool. So what was that thing that that can do? And just having that as a leading question means I don't need to know exactly the stats of, say, a Talos, but knowing how I can then deal with it, handy. Zero percent. And the Falcon's mean. I got a wooden spoon at my last event. I'm sorry. So, so like this, Hey, this... John, you've won a trophy. Yeah. No... And best sports. Yeah. Well done. Well, you are gorgeous. Yeah. There, no memeable top three tips there. So just need you no, to know that. So Apart actually, from his, his three... Maybe Tom's, doing, yo maybe Tom's doing yoga. So maybe what's that's... your game plan? What's your mission plan? And where do you're you want really about to <laughs> I'm so not. It's totally not on this screen right now. And hang on, I've got I've got to stand like this, right? <laughs> At an angle. That's always an angle. Uh... Screamer, you don't rock that. No, I don't. Steve I just look like I'm having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> I can almost do it. A couple more months. I'm having John the dad oh, bod is what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and this is Nogal Massey, by the way. Uh, oh, there he is. Little plushie. Um, yeah. I was uh, I was hoping for some good memes, but I, I, the picture of you doing yoga in front of your games, uh, it works for me, Tom. That's good enough. So you had a good time at the event? I think three tips oh, are really easy. Time. I'm going to be... Uh... I'm going to be back. And by the way, you know that meme that uh, you were talking about with Bilbo Baggins? Oh, yeah? Yes. Um, the international knee stabber has already linked me said meme. <laughs> After all, why not? Why shouldn't I play them? Yeah. All right, great. Uh, appreciate it. Did he make great. it or did it exist he, he made it. He made it for us. 11 out of 10. Um, uh, thanks for that. Uh, probably a four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he tried. He's very trying. <laughs> <laughs> he's so trying yeah well done baby well done uh what are your tips logan <laughs> give me three that's what i want i want to win my tournament next month what do i fucking do admin my admin drukari <laughs> sisters of battle but which one that's too many come on coach me properly that's your coach. three that's your three tips that's not i need one tip 
two more bonus tips. <laughs> Admic Flyers. Yep. Rust Stalkers. Yes, Skitari Marshall. Three tips on how to get good at 40k. Uh, is those are the those are the advice challenges. Uh, your methods. <laughs> go, go first and roll sixes. What, right? what we didn't talk about, because I don't know why Pete won't do the stats center. I think it's because genuinely the worse the game gets, the sadder he gets. And just if we all want to just send uh, the Falcon like happy memes because he's a, an angel, we should. The Admech had a 77% win rate this weekend. Not the what? Meta Watch idea. Where? This weekend, overall, yeah. 77%. Yep. I saw it. I saw it. That's fine. That's. When they Does that had, include like, mirrors? I don't even know. When they had... I, I think, yeah, because mirrors pulls it down, which is hilarious. Oh. Um, there was a point... I remember there was a point at the height of Drukari um, liquefier spam when their only matchup that was lower than 55% was the mirror match. That was the yeah. only one that they had. Um, 77%'s fucked. <laughs> That's fucked. It's like... like if I just pick if I just sorry, if I just pick Admic, I'm going four and one. That's fucked. Yeah. Wow. 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 I, I, that's and, and and the reason why it wasn't that high before, I'd imagine, is probably hobby lag. Yeah. 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 I always talk about this. The production matter. Like those yeah. planes didn't buy themselves. Ima- imagine if it haven't imagine if it hadn't nerfed the book as well. <laughs> Oh, that FAQ. That FAQ, man. Oh, anyway. Well, the thing is, is I feel like they're not going to... There's going to be no points updates anytime soon because that Better Watch article screams we're not doing anything about this Mate, anytime soon. I'm pretty right. sure there's one coming out at Christmas. Oh, okay. I am fully ready for proof to drop, but it, because it was sent to printers at a certain time, it to have no points changes for AdMech in it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm Electro priests will go so down funny. one point. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, who cares? Uh, who cares? All right. So, uh, upcoming events. To- uh, Tom, I hope you. I'm glad you had a great event. Uh, well done on um, uh, four one in submarine in submarine. Uh, I can't say. Oh, it, but... Mate, I've got Bob next week uh, or this weekend. And With two John. weekends after that, I'm at Northern Worlds. Yeah, which is going to be a massive Shark Tank. Ben, two weeks after that, I've got Northern Wars trios, which is what I'm building this for. Should be fun. Oh, nice, John. You're at the Bob event, and you're also at the Goonhammer Open. I am. Oh yeah. What are you taking it to the? What, quite interesting. What are you taking to the Goonhammer Open? I'm taking Dark Angels because that's the I think the army I know the best. Because um, obviously with orcs, <laughs> I've not really got the reps in with them. Yeah, no, Logan. I, I don't really want to win, apparently. Um, it's, it's one of my armies. <laughs> oh, look at that face. Oh. Can't that's you just say there's something else? Can't you just say there's something else? I could just take this. Yeah, take that. Take this instead, couldn't I? Take that. I don't want to borrow an army. I'll drop it off for you on the Saturday. It's, it's too late. Don't you have enough buggies? Just stop making excuses, Scrivo. Take the four and one, you fucking knob. <laughs> Tom, is if everyone takes the Jukari, then no one can actually do the 4-1. Yeah, so like... the game is balanced, Rob. The game is balanced. <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, but it's... Okay. I don't really want to play... Like, to me, like, I really enjoy Jukari as a concept, but playing them at a tournament just sounds so what fucking... It's boring. such a fucking fantastically balanced internally book. What the fuck is this? Wait a this? minute. Did it's you buy so cool. Dark Angels at the top of its hype? No, I bought them because I already owned the army. <laughs> So I was like, okay. cool, I'll buy the updated codex for my book that 
last time was actually pretty miserable and then got an FAQ a week after our psychic awakening rules. Am I am I so losing I couldn't have my doctor? Am I losing my mind? What has happened to this show? I've got John saying, Yeah, Drucari are more of a concept, really, like some sort of art director in some wanky London studio. Tom's on a full Pilates retreat and he's like, Yeah, playing competitive forty K is all really about the emotions. Mate, you don't even Rob, need to know I'm, things. I moved my camera to adjust the Feng Shui of the room. Oh my god, what is happening? Uh, then Logan's and I'm actually painting. <laughs> Logan's <laughs> actually painting. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, fine. Okay, uh, John, I, I, I'm hopeful for you in the Dark Angels. Is what I'm going to say. Well, it's it's a pretty rounded list, so I'm I'm feeling kind of comfortable with it compared to my last tournament list, which was mainly Ravenwing, and it died very well. Okay. Did do one very well. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, what a crew. This, what's uh... the What's the list, John? Yeah, go on, John. What's the um, list? it's uh, Asriel with Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel's got. The fight's last psychic power. The one that removes Obsec. Mindworm. Yeah. And Righteous Repugnance, I yeah. think it's called. The other one. one. So yeah. it's three of the really nasty ones. Um, a unit of heavy intercessors. Two units of normal intercessors. Two bike squads with attack bikes in a separate detachment. Three attack bikes. Two relic contemptors with bulkites, five blade guard, and a chapter champion. So you're running Dark Angels with no talent masters, and a talent master. There you go. That's okay. the last thing I was missing. with <laughs> with the relic. So he always hits on twos, even at Overwatch, which is the fav- my favorite one that I explain at the beginning of every fucking game. And then some guy always goes, "I'm gonna I've, I'm gonna charge into him." I'm like, Are you sure? So you but, but so you've got no command squads in there. Oh, and two, uh, three Terminators in there as well. One with shield, two with claws. Basically, <laughs> I've got this blob. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. It's dreadful. The important but parts. You said heavy fucking intercessors, and you didn't say Talon Master or Bodyguard. Like, you know, come on, mate. Come on, There you mate. go. Has he got a display board? What the fuck no, it's just it on is? a board. It's on a magnetic board ready. Wow. Nice. Like, okay. Just makes it easier. They're, they're banging, I have to say. They are really, really good, those magnetic balls. And the contempt is not on there because I'm lending it to someone this weekend for Bob. What, with because... Volkites? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because that's a thing, apparently. You have to lend each other It toys. was a thing. Yeah. Volkites, Volkites by the way, are... Stonks, the, stonks the stonks are, are super down. Stonks down. Sell over Stonks are super down. Sell. Sell. If I was doing anything right now, I'd be buying Thousand Suns, is what I'd be doing. Yeah, that's a good stonk. Because I think, stonk, I yeah. think everything else will get hit with the nerf, <laughs> and so they get to go up. I tell you... Oh, that's the point, actually. I need to give a quick shout-out to Kieran, um, who was Do at it. the Glass Hammer Open. Yep. Yeah, and he was running Thousand Suns, and I think he went 4-1, and one, but I'm not certain. He was doing really well with them, anyway. He had Thousand Suns with a Fire Raptor, okay? Yeah. Uh, oh, nice. He did pretty well. He was doing well with that one. So, yeah, shout-out to Kieran. That... He was a real nice guy. I got to meet him. Fire Raptor. Because that... that kind of gets past the whole short range shooting thing right potentially i didn't get to play him um i just uh met him because i was playing my game and after we'd finished he turned around to me from the top behind me and said oh that's what you told him. i was listening to you on the way down oh. <laughs> so, so, that can sound really cute but also creepy <laughs> all right so um stonks, so we gonna oh you can do stonks let's do, we could do a couple of stonks before we head out if you guys want to Oh, talk to me about what you think is a stonk. A Space Wolf oh. Dreadnought? Mm. Yes. Is that a Minotaur's? Is that a Wolfen one? 
it's the Space Wolf Dreadnought with the 4++ plus plus shield and the axe that does Ooh. 3 damage. Why is that big stonks? Okay. Mm. Because hurts. to kill them is really fucking hard and annoying, and they are quite cheap. Um, I'm considering putting the claw on it. It's the Wolf and Dreadnought, so it's dirt cheap. Um, yeah. But it does flat 3 damage, which is useful. You little buggy bastards. <laughs> uh, toughness 7 with minus 1 damage and a 4++. plus plus. They're a pain in the ass to get rid of. Um, and they're dirt cheap. And I, yes, terrain is not great for Dreadnoughts, but that's more so the moving around and getting lines of fire off the Volkites and the Redemptors. Um, I'm actually even thinking of using Venerable Ones, which are a bit more expensive, 160 points, but they've got core, which means I can give them the re-rolls to hit and they get the silly exploding shit off the axe, which is wonderful because the axe has the option to do the double um, double attack for every attack. So they're swinging, they're swinging 10 attacks and ex double exploding sixes and I can re-roll all of them and they hit on twos. So I can potentially get like, like 16 to 18 hits. Really fun. Uh, okay. Yeah. That sounds really fun. You don't like that? I like them. All right, they're nice. Good. Nice. Uh, Tom, you got me a stonk? Uh, yeah, Void Raven Bombers, because I'm going to shit on everyone's head with them this weekend, and therefore everyone's going to want to buy them. And I don't care about your mortal You dunked on two townists. You need to calm down, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down. Yeah. Uh, John, what about you? Give me a stonk. The Squiggoths. The s <laughs> fuck's oh sake. Oh my god. Just How did it work? Are you, are you running that, aren't you? That's this I am. weekend. Yeah. Is it this weekend? Oh, yes, this it weekend. is this weekend, yeah. Uh, so uh, how do you think it's going to go, the Squiggoth? Will we find out next week? Yeah, 100%. I think it's probably going to die most games, but it'll soak up a lot of that cheating, hopefully. Okay. All right, nice. We'll how see. many points are they? Uh, 180? That's not That's bad. 190 right? points. 190 how many, points. How many wins yeah, is it? Check. And what toughness? Uh, toughness seven? eight, no, eight. I think it is. is it? Yeah. Sure, seven or eight. Let me get let me get the stats up. For if it's toughness eight for a one ninety point model, that's not bad. Yeah, it's surprising. That's what I found. That's what I'm saying. Do, 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 do. Uh, toughness eight, eighteen wounds. Wow, three up save, Gosh. moves ten, and the stuff embarked in it doesn't suffer the penalty for moving and shooting. Nice. So, oh yeah, we went through that. Or tank like, busters. Yes. yes it you know what? That's Christ. not terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. And it explodes when it dies. And it? when Why? it finishes moving on a two-up, it does D3 mortal wounds. So it can just to stand itself. people. No, two stuff. It can, on, on a two-up, D3 mortal wounds as it charges and stuff. Only on charge. Like, like a charge. hammer not of wrath kind one. of thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's on there rather than you doing ramming speed, which is the vehicle strap. Oh, nice. All right, well, thanks. Uh, so find out next week uh, how uh, Tom and John do at the event that's this weekend. This weekend, Bob, Gosh. is it not? Yes. We're Battle of Britain, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Battle of Britain, Glass House. The Battle of Britain. Uh, and then find out next week if Logan has indeed painted <laughs> five Vanguard vets. That's the real question. Uh, it's going to be such a fucking proud day. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> going to be really good find out if i'm nearly when i finish this army off yeah, yeah 
Can we have a party? Yes. Can we have a like party? A room, like a RuneScape party for the first 99. Uh, yeah, anyway, we could have a tournament between us four. I'm in. We'll invite Nick in. Uh, I've got my... Uh, I'm building my kill rig. Well, it's built, actually. Well, it's not built, but it's it's sub-assembled. And then I'm building my squig hogs now. Um, and mm. they're... I've forgotten how long it takes to build GW models. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> if you actually care about mold lines as well, it takes a fucking... Yeah, I do. Mm. I do. And I'm even looking at some gaps, and I'm like... I might have to fill those in a little bit because I do want this to be my like super pro army, whether or not they're good or not. Like I'm gonna hardcore. Like I did a thing in Age of Sigmar where I play one army for a straight year and I went to a lot of events. So that's what I'm gonna do with my orc book. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to try and get as good as possible. Um, and I'm super hype about it. Like I'm looking forward to it loads. So I want them to look really good. Um, but just to, like it feels, I don't know. This is kind of my final point. Do you ever feel like you're kind of missing out because you don't just like slam together the list and then fucking um, like paint it like crap or you have someone commission painting in like two weeks or whatever. So like by the time I get around to putting my orc army on the table, probably be the new year, probably. Like, so at that point, like I'll, I'll have two buggies in my list and people are like, fuck you. And I'm like, it's two. It's two buggies. <laughs> it's just two. I bought them. At the, I bought them last year. Like, it's two. Like, don't fucking get at me. It's only two of, do you know what I mean? Does anyone else feel that? Yeah. yeah. Vibe? Like No, because I'm yeah. shameless. Okay. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. I get guilted into not doing it, Rob, and then I regret it because then I get beaten. I don't mean the power I, I don't mean the power stuff. level thing. I just feel like the conversation around the your army kinda has left the has left the station, if that makes sense. Yeah, just me. Well, I guess it's if people then have that kind of built-in like preconception of how an army's going to work off the bat. I guess, like, yeah, I guess so. People mm -hmm. were at that point now with Advec where everyone's like, "Oh, you're going to bring the the Mars rubbish," and it's just like cool. And if they don't, you're surprised more than anything. <laughs> uh, by the time I got my Volkite dreads finished, people are telling me to sell them, and people still call my MortyBrokenSys.com. He doesn't. Uh, Glitterwall Vagabond doesn't understand. The War Mistress says no because I play guard. All right, on my own. Doesn't matter. I'll just. Fair enough. I think I'm just trying to yeah. find myself to uh, like some excuse to not paint 15 squig hogs because it's a lot of detail, which is a disaster. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you ever made them cool? Who cares if they're good or not? Wow. They'll be cool event. They'll be good eventually, even if they're not now. Yeah, I think they're fine. I, I think don't they're sell not any great, of my models but they're not bad. It always comes back around. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I don't sell any of my models because it always comes back around. Or does it, Tom? That's also why I don't paint any of my models <laughs> because they all go out eventually. <laughs> yeah. Works both ways. Yeah. Wow. There's been a yep. lot of philosophy on this show, which I wasn't expecting today. So it's been mm. lovely. Legit, by the way, I great. tried to get back into 40K in 8th edition. <laughs> And yeah. literally every four months, I got fucked somehow, like by my shit not working anymore. But, like, but Logan, is a, is a unit in your army any good or not any good if it's never been on the table because it's not painted? <laughs> it's like the whole tree falling. Definitely not. Does it make Definitely noise? Not, it, but it just put me completely put me off actually bothering <laughs> finishing it because I'm just like I can't fucking use this shit. Like I yeah. in, in the, remember in the first lockdown when. Um, when the GW store came back online. Yeah. Gotcha. I was like, fucking, I've got to get on. I've got to get on. Get a fucking get on there. I'm going to, going to get these impulses. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's Dreadnought build, the Space Wolf build with Ragnar and impulses and Dreadnought's behind you. It's going to be fucking great. All these invulnerable saves. Yeah, it's going to be great. New fucking book comes out. 
dog shit. Absolute fucking waste of my time. I just I'm finished paying my impulse of white. <laughs> oh dear. Uh... <laughs> oh. Fuck. I just want to come and hang out with you. That's the one. one. That's <laughs> where I'm at. Because hanging out at the LGT and uh, the other events is going to be so much fun. So let's just hang out together. Um, and also, yes. it doesn't matter. Mate, cause... we need to do a weekend where we just hang out and play games. Yeah, we'll do it at the arena. We're going to run yeah. screams. Remember, we could stream some games. It'd be great. Yeah, done. Done. Yeah. Sold. And we'll, everyone from the Twitch chat can come. It has to be come. team games, though, right? Everyone from the Twitch chat can come. Way to play. Huh? It has to be teams as well, because you, you can't play just singles, right? I mean, we can because most of us bring Abmec. Tom will come and will win seventy-seven percent of his games, <laughs> and then we will just have fun yeah. by ourselves. It'd be great. Yeah. Unless Tom Hunts for some reason makes us go home, uh, which we don't want. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, it's been lovely <laughs> hanging out with you three tonight. Thanks to Chat for hanging out. You're all great. Uh, loads of love to you. You guys got any shout-outs? Uh, Tom, you've done yours. John, you got a shout-out? Uh, shout out to Ash Loftus. Nice. He's an inspiration to yeah. all of us. Okay. Oh, Hamstan, thanks for donating yeah. a gift sub. With his spicy memes. Uh, with, yeah, with his spicy memes. Uh, what about you, Logan? To you? Uh, shout out to Mike Brandt. <laughs> <laughs> for what? Is the question. For being the new Baghdad Bob? Um, for doing a great job <laughs> and earning his paycheck. Thank you very much. Well done. Mike, appreciate well done. You. you. Listen, everyone's got to earn a wage. That's what that's what we've learned from this. Uh, thanks but to the tweet. What cost? I'm gonna sh- at what cost? At what cost? It's <laughs> <laughs> the real question. Uh, thanks to the Twitch chat. You guys are great. <sighs> Look after yourselves. See you soon. Thanks for being on this war gamers. Bye.